This week, as we look at our study on who Jesus is, we've looked at over the past few weeks how Jesus is the living water and how Jesus is with us in our pain. Jesus is the good shepherd and the stone dropper and the missing piece in our lives. And this week, as we look towards Easter, we realize that Jesus is the passion. And as we begin to look at what that means, what that means to us in our own lives, we must first look at the idea of what does passion mean? For many of us, when we think about the idea of passion, we think about those things that we are so in love with, so devoted to, that we would give anything to achieve them. It may be a team, it may be winning a championship, it may be whatever, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever it may be. But I do find it interesting that if you look up passion in the Webster's Dictionary, definition 1A, it's capitalized P, passion. And it is addressing the suffering and the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. So as we look at this idea of Jesus being passion, what we begin to realize is passion is that sense that you are willing to give up anything for whatever it is that you are passionate about. And seeing as we realize that you are willing to give up anything for this other thing, we know that the opposite of passion would be this idea of selfishness. This idea that I'm not willing to give up anything. I want everything, and I'm just going to keep up everything I have and get what I want. But, that, but we realize that through passion, it is a call to give up something to achieve something else, to attain something else. And so, so often, the problem with what we label as someone that is passionate about, passionate about something in our lives, when we label passion in our world, it's so often these people that are truly selfish and they say, I want everything and I'm going to do, I don't care what I have to step on, step over, step through to get to it. I'm not going to give anything up, but I also want that too. And so it's no more than just socially accepted narcissism. We say, look how passionate they are. And it's no, they're really, they don't really care who they are. And they're overly selfish, seeking their own wants and desires and not worrying about anybody else. But the idea the, at the core of the word of passion, it is that idea of we are willing to give up all that we have and all that we are for the attaining of this. Passion for Jesus is one of those things that drew him to people. So often in our world, we are drawn to people because of their passion. But it isn't that people are drawn to you because of your passion. But so often we find that you, we are drawn, our passion draws us to people rather. It's that desire so, uh, to help one another is what we are called to be passionate about. Our passion is called is a call to give up of oneself for the other. That's what we see in the example of Christ on the cross, is to give up of ourselves for the betterment of the kingdom, for the betterment of all mankind, for the betterment of the creation of God. And so, as we do this, we come to realize that passion is not found in what you keep, but what you give away. 
And as we look at Jesus, at the passion of Jesus Christ, as we go throughout this Holy Week, and as we're about to enter into Maundy Thursday and Good Friday and, no, and hear of Jesus' crucifixion and death, we start to realize that Jesus gave away him, his very self. And why did Jesus do this? And the, and the very simple answer is, is because God, Jesus is passion. At the core of who he is, Jesus is, is a giver of self for the betterment of God's people. And the oxygen, the very thing, the, the gasoline that makes the engine of passion go is selflessness and sacrifice. These are those things that Jesus exemplifies to us through the passion. And when we are selfish, what we find is that it suffocates our passion. It chokes out the engine of passion because we're not worried about, get what, about giving up anything for anyone else. We're worried about me, 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 me. And so therefore, we don't, we're not passionate about anything because we're just worried about hoarding and holding on to what we have. And, and so often, what we're worried about holding on to is our, is our way of life. But what we need, to, what passion calls us to realize is this, is that we don't love to live. In other words, we, it's not the idea that we are seeking to love our life so much that we will uh, be content with what we have, but we can, because we can live forever seeking to love our lives and seeking to be happy in what we are. But unless we have passion, we will never truly be able to love our lives because what passion calls us to do is we live to love. See, the, the selfish nature says I'm clinging to my life because my life means more than anything else. And the reality is, is no, loving, lo loving others, mercy, grace, service to one another, that's what means the most. We are called, we are created to live, to love one another. And Jesus shows us how to live and what it means to be human. And this reality of living without passion is below what we were created to be. A life without passion, a life that's all self-seeking and self-centered is less than what we are created to be because we are created to be a, pa a people that are living in passion, seeking to serve one another. And, and we look at this idea of loving our life and trying to cling to our life, but the reality is that we all know that at some day, some point, this the day that you die will come. And the and, but the reality in our and that we have to realize is that the day that we die is not necessarily the day that our heart stops beating and our pulses stop, but it's that day in which we lose our passion that we lose our lives. Because we're not living the true life that we are created for. We, we have to acknowledge, and you may be one of those people that is sitting there going, I wish I had my passion because I am literally walking around like a zombie. I'm not loving life. I'm literally going through the motions. God, ignite in me that passion that you created me to have. True life is when life is lived with passion. In Hebrews chapter 12 Verses 1 through 2, we hear these words. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely. This is that idea of what we've been talking about, that passion is about giving up. What is it that we are giving up? We're giving up that sin and that those weights of the, of the world that are weighing on us that cling so closely. And why? Because we are passionate about something. And what are we passionate about? To let us run 
with perseverance the race that is set before us. We're passionate about the, about the path that has been set before us. What path are we talking about? In verse 2 it says, Looking to Jesus, the pioneer, the perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. This is that saying, you want to know what you're called and created to be? It's passionate. It's and, and you want to know what the living example of passion is? It's Jesus Christ. Where, where Jesus, is, it says the author, the pioneer, and the perfecter of our faith. And it says that he, who the, for the sake of the joy that was set before him, he took on the cross. So he literally was willing to give up his very life on the cross to achieve the joy that comes on the other side, which is the joy that comes from serving God's people, from uniting us with God, from bringing us back together, from making us whole again. That is the joy that comes from the cross. It is that passion within God that says, I'm willing to give it all up for you be able to be reunited with me. I'm willing to give it all up for us to be able to be together in community again. You see, we hear in this scripture that we are called to run a race. The race that God has set before us, the, the path that God has set forth, and the example of that race is that we are called to emulate the grand champion of it, Jesus Christ. Because it is a race of passion. So as we look at our lives, for many of us, we have clung too well to what we have and, and sought to just hold on to what we have instead of living a life of passion anymore. We just want, we don't want to lose anything, but we want to try to gain everything. And that's just not a reality. And, but because the reality is, is when we are called to live with passion, which means that we are called to give everything up for that one thing. So what is that one thing in your life? And my hope and my prayer is that as we dove into who Jesus is, that Jesus becomes that passion for you, that you're willing to give everything up, that you may enter into a relationship with Jesus Christ. But the first question that we really must ask ourselves is this, is what is passion inviting you to give away? What is it that you have to give up that you may have that thing that will give you life and life in the fullest? What is it that you may that you have to give up that you may live in to what it is that we proclaim every week, which is that the best of all is that God is with us? What is it that you have to give up to be so passionate about that relationship that we that you can go forth seeking to serve God and all that you are, which calls you to continue to love and extend grace and mercy to everyone? And how do you continue to strive and live into that passion? By remembering this phrase. The best of all is indeed that God is with us. Amen and amen.